Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life, the podcast that will inspire you to take control of your mind and your mindset to go forward and build the life that you deserve to live. Practical tips, mindset shifts, things that you can implement today to start living a better life immediately. Today's episode, if you're faced with making a difficult decision or if something in your life is becoming a little bit too stressful to ignore, if you're procrastinating something that needs to get done, or perhaps there's a bad or unhealthy habit that's starting to compromise the quality of your life, I want to present to you a three-step mindset shift that you can implement starting immediately that will start to alleviate some of your suffering. It'll clear your mind, renew your focus on what you can do, and allow you to start going forward to take on that issue head on. So, if you're ready to start feeling a little bit better about where you're headed, and if you're ready to take on that challenge, if you're ready to grow, if you're ready to ask yourself a few simple questions and start the process, let's go. So what we're talking about today is very much to do with the idea of mindset, which I consider to be the way we look at the world, the way we look at ourselves. And I think one of the most empowering things I could say about that is that we are in many, many ways, many instances, completely in control of how we want to look at things, how we choose to believe things are. That's why this this show is so much to do with self-control. It's this idea that we, in many respects, can choose, we can control how we approach a situation. So if there's a difficult Uh, situation or an issue in your life, something that you need to act on, something that you need to grab by the horns, you know, perhaps you need to have a difficult conversation with somebody in your life. If there's a habit, a bad habit that's um, ruining the quality of your life and you know intuitively the things that you're doing that aren't helping you, I want to let you know today that of course it won't be easy, but you yourself can change the way that you view this habit, this issue And you can take decisive action simply by choosing to take decisive action. All right, the first step in this mindset shift is to realize that the consequences of not acting in the long term will be far worse than the pain that you save yourself in the short term. You know, my Twitter addiction is definitely getting worse. And I I need to probably put some of this stuff into play as far as that goes. But every so often, as you're pursuing that dopamine surge, something something wonderful will pop out to you. And this quote that I saw, it simply read, you procrastinate because you think short term. Think about this. Now, I don't know where you live. I live in Northern Canada where the battery in our car probably only gets us five or six years. Now, let's say for whatever reason you were to procrastinate on replacing that battery. And it's like this winter, you know, a couple times I heard the car start when it was, you know, minus 30 degrees Celsius. And I heard the car start and it was like, that battery... It's not all there. It's, it's going to have to go, you know, I'm going to have to replace that before next winter. But let's say for whatever reason, whether it's financial, whether you, you don't understand what it looks like to go into the automotive store to replace the battery, for instance, whatever reason you put off replacing that car battery. Well, it's quite simple following this analogy. What happens in the short term if you save yourself the time, save yourself the money, save yourself the hassle and intimidation of going into the store, you don't get the battery. Well, next winter comes around and it's minus 40 below up here in Canada. 
what's going to happen? It's quite obvious. One day your car is not going to start. You're going to be late for work. You're going to be late for some kind of engagement. And all because you know that you could have made that change sooner. Well, let's bring it home a little bit closer then. Let's say you're putting off an important conversation. You need to quit your job. You know, you found a new prospect and you're moving on. Maybe you need to communicate some difficult feelings to a loved one, a partner, you know, a child, a parent. Maybe there's, like I said, an unhealthy behavior you need to control. Perhaps it's social media addiction, poor sleep. Maybe you are in an abusive relationship. You know, so often we put off that action, that decisive move towards freedom because of fear of pain. Okay, I don't want to spend the money on a car battery. Uh, I don't have the time to go to the store. And when I get to the store, I'm intimidated by these men who know way more about cars than me. So I just don't want to go through with that. That battery's got a few more years in it. Okay, you save yourself some short-term pain. What's going to happen in the long term? Social media addiction. Ah, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Well, you know, that's hard on the eyes to be staring into the phone screen for hours on end. You're seeing stuff that makes you mad and that makes you frustrated. Over time, what does that do to you? If you're in an abusive relationship, it's like, You don't want to have that conversation. You don't want to take the steps to get away from that person. Okay, fine. You stay in the comfort zone in the short term, long term, you're being abused. What does that do for your prospects of a better life? Now, of course, I can't just tell you to stop being afraid and act. You know, keeping ourselves free of pain uh, is a major, major human uh, instinct drive that keeps us alive for the most part. You're not just going to be able to override that because I told you to. I mean, I'm sure you've probably already tried. And you know, ironically, as much as I advocate for self-control, I, I'm no master. Like I said, my uh, my Twitter addiction is getting out of hand. Uh, and I have a couple large looming uh, milestones, some conversations that I need to have, some moves that I need to make that, you know, I'm afraid of that short-term pain, that ripping off of the Band-Aid, so to speak. And it's keeping me from taking that decisive action. So quite simply put, If there's an issue in your life that's challenging you, if there's something that you need to act on, if there's something that is reducing the quality of your life that you'd like to get a hold of and start to work on, remember this, the consequences in the long term of continuing to let it go are far, far worse, far, far worse than the short-term pain that you'll experience when you begin that process of improvement and of self-work. All right, the second step in this mindset shift is to bring the problem into the present and keep it there and deal with it there. So you've heard me speak on the idea of mindfulness and I I think that in some ways this is related. This this fear of acting or this this fear of beginning a tough process, perhaps it's like I said, getting, getting over an unhealthy behavior, a bad habit. This fear of action, perhaps you're looking to get over an unhealthy behavior, have a tough conversation, uh, do some work, some hard work that needs to be done in some area of your life. And the lack of doing that or the need to do that may have led to some shame in your past. Perhaps you look back on all the times that you didn't do this thing or haven't done this thing or have allowed this thing to go on and there's a shame there. Well, you have to realize that if if, if things continue as they are, there'll be more of that to come in the future. But let's be quite frank. We obviously cannot control the past. We can control how we think about it, but we can't control materially what happened in the past. And we have very little control over the future as much as we'd like to think that all this self-work we're doing in the present will translate to a better future and surely we believe that it will. There's many, many unseen things, right? I mean, 
Could yourself five years ago have predicted this moment or any of these moments today? So mindfulness means in part to be mindfully aware of our current state in the moment. Ask yourself, how am I feeling now? What can I do now? It's not what will happen if I do this. Of course, you may want to consider what might happen when you do something, but following this idea of mindfulness, ask, what can I do now? to work towards the action that I need to take. What I think you'll find is that this insurmountable task of, of leaving your job, of telling some upsetting news to a young person, beginning the process of quitting a bad habit or an addiction, getting out of a toxic relationship, sucking it up and going to the store and buying a battery for your car. It's not this big undefinable thing. It's not a jumble of words or a loose concept or a dark, murky, foggy, place that we may or may not even get to. It's a series of steps. When we strip away the past and all that we have done, and we strip away the future, all that we may or may not experience and do, we simply see ourselves in the moment. And when we begin to deal with a problem in the moment, in the present, we see that we can't do it all at once. I can't change my life like that. I can't have a hard conversation in a second, in an instant. It needs to be seen as a series of steps. And think of it like this. In the moment, you can truly only take one step. You, know, you can't do it all, but you can at least right now point your feet in the direction you need to get going. So when it comes to a car battery, well, okay, let's start looking. How much can I reasonably expect to pay? Do I need to set some money aside? Do I need to maybe borrow some money? Do I need to make a small financial plan to get the amount of money that I need. I have a problem with, like, I've never even opened the hood of my car. I wouldn't even know how to install the battery. Well, could we tomorrow make a plan to go on YouTube where everything exists, including this podcast? Please like and subscribe. <laughs> and we can learn, where is the car battery? How do I safely take the connectors off and remove the battery? What do I do with the old battery? And then... Where do I need to go to get a new one? What is the kind of questions I need to ask? How easy is it for them just to give me the battery I need and send me on my way? If it's a question of starting a new job, it's like, are you just quitting your job out of rage? <laughs> do you have a landing pad ready? Is your resume in good shape? Um, okay, is that new job that's down the road, are they, is it still there? Is that connection still there? Is that still a possibility? What does it look like to... Schedule that meeting with your boss and sit down and simply say, I'm moving on. Rather than seeing it as quitting my job, see it as quitting my job with a, with, you know, a spreadsheet with numerous line items of all the things you can check off and realize that in the present moment, you can only check off a few of those things or one of those things at any given time. You know, if it's a hard conversation that you need to have with a spouse, a parent, a child, or your boss, do you know what you're going to say? Do you know how you're going to open this conversation? When is this going to take place? Where is this going to take place? In the present, we can begin to see all the necessary steps and break them down and realize again that we can only take one step in one moment. So by forgetting, in a sense, the past, and by not thinking of the future, we bring to light, we bring our focus to what we can do right now. And let's remember that we can only do what we can do right now. You can't do what you're gonna do tomorrow now. You can't do what you did last year now. And you can't do the entire thing all at once. Anything else outside of the present moment is in a sense not real. And it is likely being sort of created or enlarged or distorted in your mind. It's a negative and anxious creation. And it's 
let's not forget, it is something that our mind creates to keep us from harm. Of course, we shouldn't want to have that hard conversation. Of course, we shouldn't want to leave our job. Of course, we shouldn't want to go into the store where we know nothing and ask for help. Those are, those are things that are stressful. There's a certain amount of intimidation, humility required. All those things hurt. There's a part of us that wants to keep ourselves from that hurt, but in many ways, that desire to stay away from the hurt is what's preventing us from that better life on the other side of the door. So here's your invitation then to self-control. Stay here in the moment now and realize what you can do. All right, so the third step in this mindset shift is now to frame the problem for action and accept the invitation to grow. So as I've said recently, it's hard to stand on top of a mess and it's impossible to stand on nothing and you sure as hell can't jump up off of nothing. If you're dissatisfied, if you're overwhelmed, if you're not doing something, if your needs aren't being met, if your life issues in this sense revolve around what you are not or what you don't have, you cannot fix them. I'm going to say it again. If your life and your issues revolve around all the things that they are not, or all the things that you do not have, you cannot fix the problem. So in this case, we're not changing the scenario. The hard conversation still needs to be had. The car battery still needs to be purchased and installed. We still need to talk to our boss and leave that old job behind. We're going to change the way we see this. Rather than see the lack, rather than see the thing that we haven't done, or perhaps in the relational sense, see the things that we have done, the failure that we have unfortunately experienced. We're now going to realize that those feelings are invitations to grow. Within those feelings of dissatisfaction, stress, overwhelm, are the seeds to grow everything that you stand to gain. So it's not that it's not challenging, but it's that you are capable of that challenge. And it's in fact that that challenge in a sense wants you to rise to the occasion. Here is something undone, but in the positive sense, in the non-negative sense, it's now for you to slide in there and act and to build and to generate something. So if it's a hard conversation, prepare for it, right? Maybe you're not so great at having these hard conversations. Have that conversation with just yourself. Speak out the things that you want to say. Prepare yourself. Lift yourself up to meet the challenge. You know, you're not below anything. You're not without anything. You are going towards the thing in this case. Again, with the car battery, are you intimidated by having to go into the store and ask for help and admit all that you don't know? Well, do it, right? And again, I can't just tell you to do it, but in the doing of it, first of all, now you learn. You'll never have to ask those questions again. You'll have done it. You'll be an expert on installing car batteries. <laughs> And you stand to gain so much, especially in self-confidence and in that all-important humility, you realized, yes, here is something that I don't know. But more importantly, here is something that I am going to know, that I'm going to gain from immeasurably, right? It's very easy to measure, although we aren't. But when we go after what we can be, there's no end to what we can be. Or in the case of a social media addiction, <laughs> Realize that in some ways, as Dave Chappelle famously said, Twitter is not a real place. There's no sense in getting mad or angry or frustrated or, you know, sexually aroused in the wrong ways at pixels on a screen. You know, your real life is bigger than your life on your phone. And let me tell you, I can tell you firsthand, believe it or not, if you can beat a social media addiction, which I'm still working on, 
you can beat any addiction. And I've beat numerous addictions that I've tried to speak on in this show. What you stand to gain from the challenge is it far surpasses what you don't believe you have in the moment. You know, if you're, if you're struggling, struggling, struggling and overwhelmed by something right in there, as much as it hurts, as much as it's hard to see is an invitation hand delivered to you stuck right in your face that says, here's something that you need to overcome to become a better version of yourself. The things that we fear doing are in so many cases, the things that we absolutely need to do to become who we're meant to be. You know, I personally don't want to be on my deathbed thinking, I let all those invitations to grow, all those challenges that would have shaped me, I let those all just pass me by. And I didn't become who I could have. And I, I don't want that for you either. And, you know, let's be frank, we may not be able to get them all. We may not accept every invitation. But if there are things that repeatedly stressed you out, repeatedly overwhelm you, if they're part of your daily life, the invitation may be there for you to grab that thing by the horns, look it in the eyes and say, I'm ready to take on this challenge. It's not about who I'm not. It's not about my past failures or this place in the future that I'm going. Here in the moment, I know the key and the seeds for a better life are being given to me. It's only in the present that we can accept that challenge. So, all right, there you have it. A three-step mindset shift you can make starting today to start to feel better immediately about some big, seemingly insurmountable challenges. Break them down. What were those three steps again? Number one, realize that you procrastinate because you're thinking short-term. It is that short-term pain that keeps us from acting. But those long-term consequences of not improving, of not taking on a situation... They're far worse than the short-term comfort and the reduction of pain in the, in the present. Number two, deal with the problem in the present, right? Enough time is spent on this big, scary future. Enough time has been spent on that shameful past. Enough time has been spent on what you haven't done yet. Focus on what you can do right now. And finally, frame the problem for action and accept the invite to grow. You can't stand on a mess. You can't push off of nothing. And number three, frame the problem for action. Don't focus on what you're not or what you don't have. It's impossible to push off or jump off of a mess or even more impossible to push off or jump off of nothing. Don't allow yourself to become overwhelmed by what you're not or what you don't have. Believe that these challenges, these personal issues are exactly what you need to grow. In solving them and taking them head on and confronting them come the seeds to become more of something, more of yourself. So I want to thank you for listening and watching. As always, please feel free to get in touch on Facebook. We'll post a link in the show notes. And until we speak again, please, please remember that better is possible. <laughs>